can just get all this cat hair off of my microphone. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah? Let's, let's go. Oh, but <laughs> you had something to tell us, no, like, no, really no, quickly. Okay, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Kanto is here for an apparent last hurrah, new shinies, new Alolan egg woes, and victories if you're Kyle, or so he teased me with before so we get started here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plenty of chances to get caught up this month on this episode of GoCast. Hey, welcome to episode 12 of the GoCast podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and with me I'm joined by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hello. We got a full house today, a royal flush, if you will. Oh my goodness! Wait, we're different. We're different suits, I suppose. I'm not even wearing a suit. No, Whoa. this is just a full house, then, isn't it? Doesn't matter. Crazy eights, my straight... friend. <laughs> I am not an eight. You take that back. Um, hey, you speaking need to of, calm down, my friend. <laughs> sorry. How was your week, Ness? Yeah, it was uh, pretty okay. We did some things and stuff, which is neat. What? <laughs> that was the only most... some things. <laughs> that was keep the most keep it vague. Some things and stuff, and that was neat. End scene. <laughs> Care to f- maybe fill that in just a little bit? Well, you know, I started a new job, so mm-hmm. I, I don't have the same gyms and stops that I had before that I could farm. So I was kind of figuring out my route, and my route to and from work has a lot of pogo stops, so that's nice. I was figuring that out for the week. Um, we also did some pogoing this morning, which was really nice, and I'm almost, almost Level 36, but not quite. Close. How I'm close about are you? 150,000 off. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. I think that was one of my goals last week was to hit 36. I'm very close. I just didn't get much time because I was assimilating to new life things. But other than that, I'm doing pretty well. Awesome. How, how are you? I'm great. How's Thanks Kyle? Thanks for asking. Let's, yeah, let's, let's have <laughs> Kyle first. Kyle, actually, you know what? You probably have the most to share out of all of us. Let's save you for last this week. How about that? Fine by me. All right, so um, that leaves me as the outlier here. So I'm a massive failure. I didn't achieve any of the things that I set out to do last week for my goals for this week. I did not hit level 38. I didn't even break that 2 million XP mark that I wanted to hit. I'm at 1,980,817. I was supposed to get 600,000 since last week. I got less than 100,000 experience, (laughs) and I'm a little bit bummed about that. I just didn't play a whole lot. I've been doing this a lot of, like, catching at work, enjoying the new Kanto spawns, which we'll get into a little bit here, and basically not participating in the game as much until these Alolan eggs with the regionals in them went live a few days ago here. So uh, I'm excited to start playing again and getting out and walking around. I think today, Ness... Correct me if I'm wrong, but today was probably the only time that you and I actually had any time to play at all. We played for maybe like an hour total. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and... I think we played for we played for two hours. Yeah. Three three yeah. hours we played for. Really? No, two, because we were yeah, at lunch for part say, of it. Yeah. Two hours. Because it was like part and parcel with a, a, a like a meeting for lunch with my sister. Yes. So two hours. Yes. The it was even just like a, a side note on our outing, so Excited to play for a little bit there, but I'd like to play a lot more, especially with this event going on. But nothing too crazy to share, except for all the shinies I caught this mm. week. I go plus two of them on my way to and from work. The Lucky first one, you. Yep. The first one was a shiny Swablu, and that went probably to Ness. Yes. Yep. It was mine. What? Yes. And while I do need a shiny Swablu for my living index, because I have a shiny Altaria right now. Um, it is much more important to me that my wife has a yes. <laughs> golden chicken nugget of her own. Maintain Kyle, the peace of the one. house. Kyle, you're I... the last one. Alex even has one. Yeah. <sighs> I want well, one I so bad. If it makes you feel better, Kyle, I haven't caught one. I was just gifted one. Yeah, I mean, actually, I demanded. If my I own catch gift. one, I'm not going to keep it. So yeah, yeah you're also going to trade it. Yeah, it's it's going to immediately go. <laughs> To, yeah. to my girlfriend so yeah that's fair <laughs> um i understand that completely uh the second one was also go plus and it was i would ask for a drum roll but that'd be terrible for this microphone don't don't uh, oh. go for it try it 
baby drummer. The slight pitter patter of excitement. Oh, there you go. Wow. Okay, great. Thanks. It was a Shaman Geo dude, um, and <laughs> I love him. He's great. I'm not going to evolve what, what until I get to a second one. What happened to the first one? one? No, you have two. Sh- no, you have the shiny Swablu. Shiny Swablu. Yes, that, and that's yours. Geodude. Yeah, yes. you just forgot because it's I yours. Did <laughs> yeah. immediately. The shiny Geo dude, which is also a gold boy. Yes, he's pure gold. He's yes. awesome. I love him. He gets less gold as he evolves really? um, into yeah, golem progressively, and so he's going to stay shiny Jew dude for the time being. Okay. Uh, the third one was today. You got another one. I got. Did you tell me about this? Yeah, we you were there. We did a Zapdos oh. raid. Oh yeah. And we yeah. did only one five star yeah. raid since this event's been live. It was a Zapdos raid, and it was shiny. Less exciting because I already had like four of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, like I was staying in a group, and my sister didn't have one yet, and this is her first Zapdos. And I was like, oh, shiny. She's like, wow. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you were me be... and go fast. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. You know, crush your dreams. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Give kid. up, I... kid. There's nothing over here. <laughs> Move this is along. A game you can't win. Better pack it up and go home. You're like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty much it. That was the excitement. So, hooray! <laughs> Shiny gold. Every all three of them are yellow. Zapdos is yellow. Geodude's yellow. Swablu is absent from my inventory because it's Ness's, but he's also yellow Whistle so it's yellow. cool hooray love cold play i also love hearing <laughs> really? kyle talk about his week <laughs> all right uh, so it's it's been a little while since i've been here and aside from the disaster of moltres day for me oh yeah you guys let everybody know about last week I'm still sorry it, by the way still oh man it. i'm sorry dude burnt just like that chicken my friend mm-mm I was listening to the show last week and just like, just my heart hurts a little Seething. bit. Oh, <laughs> just, no. just a little bit. But some minor achievements. I got my own Spinda Yay. in the last week and a half. It was All actually right. the Pokestop that is, you know, that is my job because, you know, Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. He actually works at a Pokestop. You know, that actually takes man hours to, uh, to <laughs> make those items. And, and he's one of them. <laughs> Handcrafts yeah. all of the items. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'd already traded for a Spinda, so it wasn't that exciting. Most of my adventure has been with the Kanto event. Do you want to talk? Do you want me to talk about that now, or do you want oh, to yeah. wait a minute? Yeah, okay. go for it. Well, yeah, All go right. ahead and share share your experiences, and then we'll outline the event and, and all right. The news so soon with here. the Kanto event and the increased bonds, I've really been trying to complete my Kanto decks because I was missing eleven Pokemon before this event started last time I was on the podcast. Okay, I'm now missing two. Okay. So. And they are? They are Mewtwo and Kangaskhan. Right. Wow. Yeah. So you got a Mr. Mime and a Farfetch'd? I got a Mr. Mime and a Farfetch'd out of the Alolan eggs that I hatched today. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I hatched gosh. seven of them, and I got those two. And I also got a second Alolan Vulpix, which I didn't have, so that I was great. I got three in a row. She got three Alolan so Vulpix good. today. Oh, my yeah. God. Now that nobody wants them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how that works. So that was really excited. I actually shouted out loud when I got the Mr. Mime because it was the second one and the last egg. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Really okay. happy about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. And now I'm all out of eggs and I can't spend any Pokestops. I mean, so, you need, we, we got to get you more friends. I mean, I have, I have <laughs> 25 friends. So, yeah, that's, that's fair. I can't open any more eggs. I wanted to restock, but I couldn't. I hit my limit. Yeah, I can't yep. open up any more gifts. I've still Bummer. got like seven to walk today, and mm-hmm. that's Jeez. about it. So, but I never thought I would want Alolan eggs ever again, I but know. here we are. <laughs> here we are. This is how they do it. They're going to keep yeah. rotating the Pokemon now. Still don't like them. Still not a big fan yeah, of them right now. I agree. Yeah. But I've got a couple more fun things to share. Okay. Before this event started, I didn't have a Sea King, which is really weird. But I don't live near water, and none of my walking is done near water. So I'd only seen maybe 10 Goldeen total. Right, right. So I'm at one of my favorite parks to walk with my girlfriend, and way in the distance at a Pokestop that has no business being on my map, a a Sea King pops up. A wild Sea King. A wild Sea King. And my girlfriend doesn't like going out of her way to, like, get to Pokestops and stuff like that. (laughs) I look over at her, and I'm like, please? I need this. I need this. It's like, okay, (laughs) let's go. It was a good, you know, third of a mile away. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. Plus, you know, how wide the path was. We get there. 
and there's just a it's an ice skating rink and there's just a bunch of little kids running everywhere and we're just like oh god (laughs) thankfully the sea king popped up we caught it and we left and we're like thank god that's over yeah good for you that's fantastic i got a wild hitmonchan today didn't i yeah, yeah. Yes, we'll talk I about that in a minute. There's too. a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of really cool spawns happening all around. Yeah. The other great adventure that I have that has a tragic beginning and a hilarious ending. Oh, it's is like I a reverse Shakespeare. A yeah, and it was two days ago. I was at home, start working like two hours. I'm waiting for a package to be delivered. It's a very expensive package, so I need to be here for the signing. And about three blocks away. A laugher shows up at the Pokestop. And I'm just looking at my phone like, why? (laughs) And I was like, I can't. I can't leave. This is I have to be here. Oh my gosh. And so I just watch it until it finally flees. And then I close my phone and I'm like, okay, there's time. There's time left in this event. Yeah. So I'm back at the park today. This was this morning. I had a huge I played I was out for six hours today playing Pokemon Go. It was great. that's really great yeah maybe five and a half but close enough okay all right and almost the exact same situation as the seeking we're walking around that park laffer shows up way in the distance not the same ice skating rink but so we end up walking over there (laughs) it shows up i catch it runs away from my girlfriend but she already oh, had it no. she oh, already okay. had it oh, so that's it was, fine, wasn't man. wasn't yeah, the terrible it, it would it would really suck if she didn't have one and you yes. and man I, she she hatched one from an egg a long time ago oh okay yeah so, that, yeah i forgot that those used to be like, i think those were 10 k a long yeah, time it was, ago, it was right? a long time it was over a year ago probably yeah yeah goodness so we're leaving the park we get back to her house she parks the car we open our phones there's a lapras just in the parking lot oh my gosh so i'm just what? like we went just we did everything we just we did all of that and you're just chilling here okay oh, fine wow <laughs> yeah you you really made out like a like a bandit today with with this event in just the past few days in general so this is what this event is you know what we're gonna hand over ourselves let's let's get into the let's get into the news here kyle you know what good for you for, man. i'm happy for you good for you <laughs> very happy for you <laughs> thank you and plus you're it's gonna get you two off of your list because he's gonna be here for that entire month so yeah wow that's it's gonna Dang. happen no Dang. options yeah we also got my sister to catch a lapras today while we were walking by the mm-hmm. river that we were walking around. Uh, yep. But it was in the dead zone. We all disconnected where it was the first time. We walked right past it. And then we walked maybe like a quarter mile away and then turned around. We were on a bridge. We're like, hang on. It's like there was a lapras back there. And so we had to go back. And then we walked like kind of like out into the open onto a parking lot uh, to get our connection back. That was Nessa's call. And uh, finally caught it. It was actually in the parking lot, not in the river. Yes. Yeah, I don't know that how you guys Lapras. did, but there was some r- serious connection issues I had yeah. today. Like, yeah, we were having some spotty the stuff. Entire thing. I got logged out a few times and had to yep. actually manually log yeah, in. Yeah, and they weren't like spots that we normally had dead zones. They were weird spots, but they were like consistent. It was obviously where we were standing because when we walked away from those spots, all three of us yep. would reconnect. Yep, I was so, trying to take a gym and it just spinning wheel. Like when we did Moltres Day, just couldn't right. leave. Yeah. I had to hard close my game. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm not taking this gym. Dang. Well, all right. Anyway, we hope that uh, all of you at home also have been having such great, great experiences and luck with these here spawns. Uh, we'll outline those uh, more specifically here in just a second. But first things first, let's get into the, the news. news. First thing on the news is these Pokestop submissions, which is incredibly, incredibly exciting. There was a little bit of a leaky-doo kind of on the internet before this came out uh, officially, but the official stuff has been put out. So we're just going to kind of talk about that instead of the leak, because why talk about the leak when you talk about the official announcement? So instead of just paraphrasing this because it's a pretty tight article, I'm just going to read just the first part of the actual post, which is actually a support page. Uh, for Pokemon Go, and if we've talked about this on the show before, but if you don't recall, this game is based off of another game that Niantic had before. It was called Ingress. It was pretty much the same thing, except it wasn't Pokemon. You were like agents, and you would collect like energy. It was kind of like a hacker sort of deal. And I'm I'm doing this game a complete injustice. I've played it before. A good friend of ours was really into it. Like it's a, it has a really dedicated player base. I'm by no means trying to throw any shade at Ingress, but that's like the most simple way I can describe that game. Hackery, kind of stripped down, barebone version of this thing. So 
they have these things called portals where we have Pokestops in our game. They use the same exact data because if you're Niantic, why wouldn't you? In that game, they have a submission process set up to submit new portals. And that includes like taking pictures and adding descriptions and things like that. And they have a, they had a whole bunch of requirements and stuff like that. So people that were familiar with that or came over from that game were kind of like, yo, where are all the Pokestop submissions at? And we were kind of wondering about it. We were asking about it. A lot of role players were crying about it. And we were relying on Ingress players to make new portals that would eventually get updated into Pokemon Go. So finally, finally, we're starting to see the process of Pokestop submissions coming to light now. They're being beta tested in Brazil and South Korea as we speak. This is like a brand new deal. Came out like three days ago, four days ago, something like that. So here's the first part of the submission process. Now that you know how it works. This is from the support article. We'll link it in our show notes. Submitting a Pokestop nomination. Trainers can help grow the number of Pokestops in their community by nominating eligible objects and locations for Pokemon Go. Once submitted, the Pokestop nomination will be evaluated by Niantic's player community, and then the highly rated nominations may be accepted as a Pokestop or even a gym. By nominating a new Pokestop, you are helping other trainers get out and explore the communities around them. Eligible trainers can submit a limited number of nominations every day. If you do not use all of your nominations within the day, you can accumulate a number of nominations for future use. You can view how many available nominations you have left within the settings menu. Note, this feature is not available for users with child accounts. Uh, saw that one coming. And then here's kind of like just a quick little bullet point thing of what makes a high quality Pokestop nomination and then what wouldn't be considered an eligible thing. There's a really in-depth deal on like how to do this on this article. I'm going to kind of just jump around this bullet point thing. To make the most of each nomination, be sure to submit high-quality nominations that have a good chance of being eligible. These categories are considered an eligible candidate for a Pokestop. Now, bear in mind, when I'm reading these things out loud here, what makes an eligible Pokestop, I want you to think about things in your community right now that are currently Pokestops. And if you're like me while reading this list, you're like, huh, half my Pokestops don't seem like fit this <laughs> eligible list. <laughs> lists are a location with a cool story or a place in history or educational value an interesting piece of art or unique architecture such as statues paintings mosaics light installations etc a hidden gem or hyper local spot public parks public libraries public places of worship major transit station hubs like grand central station okay Cool. These categories are not considered an eligible candidate for a Pokestop. Places without safe pedestrian access. All Pokestop nominations must have pedestrian access. Otherwise, they will be rejected regardless of the quality of the Pokestop. That's fair. Although there's a number of them that are not like that. Um, private residences and surrounding private residential property. Locations that interfere with operations of fire stations, police stations, or hospitals. Places on the grounds of child care centers or primary slash secondary schools. <laughs> Yikes. Natural features such as landscapes, mountains, waterfalls. However, man-made points of interest connected to these natural features are a great or are great, such as plaques or informational signs. Objects that are not permanent, such as seasonal displays. Or, you know, your Halloween stores. Um, Adult-oriented stores or services, such as liquor stores, adult entertainment, shooting range, firearm stores, etc. And then there's more in-depth stuff here if you'd like to, to read them. Basically, like, you find a place, you pinpoint the location on the map, you take a picture of it, you look at picture of around, you look, take pictures of stuff around it for context, you add the talent description, and then you preview and submit it, and then people are like, this is good, this is bad, and if it's good, maybe it'll be accepted, maybe not still. So, this is exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. Probably one of the most exciting things that we've heard. I, I know it didn't get a lot of fanfare because it's not like the Kanto event is not exciting. as like Mewtwo or even Gen 4 to a lot of people. But, you know, if you are in an area where you have a hard time finding Pokestops, like this is probably the most exciting piece of news that you could have heard. I mean, I think it's important to remember it's also just in a beta testing, which is why right. you're probably not hearing the more casual or easygoing people caring about it. Right. I mean, it ends only in Brazil and South Korea currently, so. And it's only for level 40 players to oh, submit right. I right forgot now. to mention that. Yeah. So the article doesn't say, but I read it 
in a previous article earlier this week. Yes, that was also in one of their other news releases they did. I think it was on Twitter. They said for player for uh, level 40s and above or level 40s, obviously. So it it makes sense to like try and limit the amount of spam they get for Pokestops. But that's also sure. pretty harsh, too. Well, I mean, it's kind of like adding end game in a way too. it's another like end game level. You can like help grow the community for other players and stuff like that. You know, I think it's just it's it's a bit of a catch 22 because people who want to like grow and be better at the game want more Pokestops in their area if they're more rural players, but they have to be at the peak of the game in order to start doing that. That's very true. You know, getting to getting level 40 without any local like parks with a bunch of stops or look good gyms to do raids at that deters a lot of players <laughs> yeah it sure does um but i mean regardless if it's level 40 or not there's a there's a lot of people playing this game and a lot of 40s that are in areas that people aren't level 40 yeah so hopefully the, what you're describing while it that argument definitely holds water i'm hoping that that doesn't that's not as effective as you know it, it might be i hope it doesn't deter too many people i hope it's just like tons and tons of submissions and and we just start filling out places around here. It does sound like when it talks about saving up your submissions for another day, that there's mm-hmm. you're going to have a bunch of submissions you can do every day, which is exciting and nice to see. You don't have to pick and choose what you suggest every day. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how quick the turnaround is on the approval process, too. So hopefully we get some more information on that. Yeah, so look forward to that. So again, if it is successful in Brazil and South Korea, I wonder why they pinpointed those areas. Maybe it was uh, player base size or what have you, but I'm assuming South Korea. I know Brazil has a large player base too. I don't know. I don't know why they chose those areas, but that's exciting for them. I think they were also really hoping for events in those areas. So maybe I know Brazil's been really asking for events and stuff like that. So maybe this is a chance for them to have like a hand in helping form this game, you know? Let's move on to probably the biggest piece of news here, which is already active. If you've played at all, you've noticed this happening. But the Kanto event, which we talked about last week, we didn't really know what it was going to be, like what it was going to really entail, just that it was a Kanto event. But here it is. This is live through the 30th of this month. Number one, new shinies, the Geodude lines of Geodude Graveler and Golem. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, catching one of those gold boys. Uh, Grimer and Muck are also shiny. Less exciting. They're green. Yeah, Greenish. They look, so uh, Grimer shiny looks like a Lolan Grimer normal, yeah, and a Lolan yeah. Grimer is purple. Shiny, uh, a Lolan shiny Grimer is purple, so okay. he looks like regular Grimer. Right, oh. right, right. Yeah, oh. isn't that a little bit frustrating? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. So like shiny Grimer just looks like a Lolan Grimer, but without like that weird yellow stuff on his mouth. In yeah. shiny Grimer's defense, he did exist first. Yes, that's that's very true. So uh, you know take take that with whatever you will it's always exciting to see new shinies in the game i don't really care so much about grimer and muck but having shiny golem is pretty cool because people actually use golem so on top of that you've got the kanto spawn increase it is quite the party there is so much yes so So not only are kanto spawns increased but like interesting kanto spawns are increased there are a lot of rare spawns yes so like what kyle was saying yeah like Lapras, right? Like you were saying, you saw like three of them. Chances are out. Hitmonchan's, Hitmonlee's, mm-hmm. Dratini's are all over the place. Yep. All the starters are just crawling, seeping through the bricks and walls I and stuff say, like that. I have to say, as a Gen 1 hyper supporter, this is yeah. a really great event hyper for me. Hyper supporter? Yeah. You're like starting a super pack for Gen 1. I really we, enjoy we these, We call yeah. them Gen 1-ers. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what they're it's called. spelled W-O-N. Exactly. Because they're winning. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. You're winning right now until the 30th until they retire Generation 1 forever from this game. Don't well, I mean, me they that. can't do that, though. Yeah, I hope not. I think um, they'll just be they in the game. So it looks like they're not even caring about biomes as much or time of day because yeah. Ghastlies have been spawning like crazy. And we've had a ton too. of fire Pokemon. We don't usually get those. Right yeah, there. lots a ton of, of them. Lots of Vulpix, lots of Mankeys are everywhere, too. Uh-huh. Ponytas it looks like it's everywhere. A, yeah, Ponytas, Geodudes. Just, you know, coming out of underneath every blade of grass is a geodude. I would be really interested to hear what other Pokemon people are seeing. Because most of ours are, right now, Ghastly's, Geodudes, Ponytail, like we said, some Growlithe. But, like, it seems to be a pretty similar pool of Pokemon wherever we go. I want to hear what other people are seeing. 
Yeah, go ahead and send us an email or um, you know, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, mail at uh, gocastpodcast.com and let us know uh, how your Canto experience has been so far. But it's pretty obvious to me, let's just talk about this from a meta perspective really quick, as far as the game goes, that these rare spawns and with the addition in these these raid tiers, which we'll get to in just a second here, are basically like as you said last week, to finish up our Pokedex. And just move on for yeah, generation. I really one. think Definitely. it is, especially yeah, when so. you when you see spawns like Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty rare spawns. You don't. You're not going to see everywhere. Scyther, Voltorb, like uh, all of this Chansey, stuff. Seen a couple of yeah. those mm-hmm. in the wild. Bunches of chances. Yep. Yeah. It's been absolutely crazy. So if you guys haven't gone out to like a park lately or gone to your regular Pokemon Go area, I would really recommend that while this event is live and you have until the 30th, so you've got some time here, but go on out there and, and play. Go go catch a bunch of different types of Pokemon that you might not have or might want to just candy hoard for the future. So speaking of that, let's talk about the new raid bosses because just as y'all were getting really comfortable with the last raid boss shakeup, here's a new one, and it's a big focus on Kanto Pokemon. A big focus, I mean, there's only one Pokemon in this list that isn't Kanto. So, starting with Tier 1. All of Tier 1 has a chance to be shiny, by the way. It's Dratini, Magikarp, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. The notable addition there is obviously Dratini. The other ones have been there and have arguably stayed there for most of the time. Tier 2 is a lot of Generation 4 prep. It's Electabuzz, Magneton, Magmar, and Lickitung. So, go out and farm those guys. Tier 2 is really accessible for most players. I would recommend getting out there and fighting those guys for tier three alakazam machamp hitmonchan hitmonlee and scyther this is kind of an interesting tier because alakazam is a cool raid boss so you haven't seen him since really early days of raiding i think he was a raid boss it's been a He's long been time i don't even know yeah, yeah. it has it, been I remember scyther's an interesting him, but... one yeah Machamp is, has been staying there, but Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee are obviously just there because, again, if you haven't had the chance to catch them, they want to make sure that you guys have a chance to catch those. So, good deal. Tier 4, Golem, Rhydon, Snorlax, and Lapras. Mm-hmm. Golem is and Rhydon are pretty normal ones. Lapras in Tier 4 raids is pretty cool. Yeah. Don't forget Rhydon is, is Gen 4 prep as well. Drydon's right Gen 4 prepping. Golem, I think, has a chance to be shiny. Yep. Um, now, uh, Snorlax, I mean, we just had that entire month of special research, so if you missed it on that, this is a great chance to grab a Snorlax. Same thing with Lapras. If you're not as lucky as Kyle and you haven't been seeing them in the wild, go ahead and hit up a Lapras raid, and maybe you'll... I actually tried to do a Lapras raid. Couldn't get anyone to show up, though. So it was just the two mm. of us, and it yeah. didn't work out. Sorry. So. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. Speaking of bummers, but also not really, tier five. Yeah. It's been, this is this is both a winning category and a losing category for me personally. So let's just get it out of the way. Regirock is still there. Uh, I thought aside, he was gone. Man. No, he's here. I thought he was gone. And then I was driving mm-hmm. and I saw him there and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just, you <laughs> just chill. Go, go, just go. go away. Yeah. We're done with you, man. Pack it up and get out of here. He's the last Reggie for the summer, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Unless good. there's a fourth Reggie, they're Thank just not telling us goodness. about this. The yeah. meta Reggie, uh, Reggie Gigas. <sighs> no, we won't see Reggie Gigas for a while. I'm, right. I'm if betting at money all. on that. I'm Niantic, betting money on maybe please. next summer we might just get him along with yeah. a bunch of other things, Ugh. or something special for him. I'm actually Kyle. I don't know about you. I'm actually I'd be into a special event around Reggie Gigas only because Reggie Gigas is actually kind of exciting. Yeah, I, I feel I think better so. about him than I do the other Reggies. Oh, for definitely. Sure. He's much more interesting. Yeah, he's he's cool. Um, but let's talk about the big part of Tier 5. So Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres are here. Not only are they here, but rejoice those of you that didn't get to go to the raid days, the raid train days, because not only are they available in five-star raids, they are available to be shiny. Here's looking at which you, Which is Kyle. great. Yep, so get out there and do some Moltres raids. But, but the special move that they had that people were like, losing their minds over not being able to TM and stuff, rightfully so, or rightfully not so, depending on your opinion on that entire argument. But if you catch an Articuno, it can... Not it can, it will have Hurricane. If you catch Zapdos, it'll have Thundershock, and Moltres will have Sky Attack. 
So all the special moves that they had during those events, you can go out there and you can get them. If you missed out because you had work, you had to go to a family thing, you know, you had a family emergency, you slept through it, whatever. Now you can go and pick one up. Have you seen that YouTube video? I think it was San Francisco where they were doing 4th of July fireworks and somebody accidentally set off all of the fireworks at once. So for like yes. two minutes, it was just this grand finale of exploding color everywhere. Yes. I feel like that's this event where they're just like, have every legendary ever in raids and do all the things and all these Pokemon. And yeah, I, Definitely I agree. feels like that. Yes. Yes. So uh, exciting for two minutes. Are you guys into this? Are you into the whole like all the exclusive stuff that they had held back before is now available? To I know everybody? we talked about this last week. Did and we? Kind of, you and I. Well, kind of we went, didn't know that they were going to have their special moves. No, no, no. But I mean, we kind of talked about the exclusivity becoming more public and how oh, you yeah, know, that Mewtwo. was an argument back and forth. I feel but... differently about Mewtwo, though. Okay. I, I don't know. I like it. I like the kind of explosive ending event where everything just comes live all at once. It's a lot of fun. We have some other things to say about Mewtwo in a minute, though. So we we hold do. On to uh, that. But yeah, but I know you listened to the episode last week, Kyle. But we were talking about how him moving out of the X raids into this tier five raid thing was like I understood why, and I have now come around to the idea of it being of of myself being okay with it. But it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I felt like it took the specialness away of the current Mewtwo's. Well, don't worry. They compensated for that a little bit. They did, yeah. Well, again, we will talk to that point in a little in bit In regards to the birds and the special attacks, mm. I don't really care that much. I don't have too strong an opinion either way. Okay. Because I don't feel more special for having the Pokemon with a special move because I right. got to have that right. experience to catch it. And that's what this game is all about. That's completely fair. I agree. Just to give those of you at home a quick rundown. Oh, by the way, I, I agree with you that I don't feel the same way about these as I did about the whole Mewtwo thing. And given the recent news, I feel differently about the Mewtwo thing yet again. But I, I think it's great that they gave people an opportunity to play catch up because I know there was a really great article written a couple of months ago about FOMO with this game, which stands for fear of missing out. And about how people were like basically killing themselves and putting real life aside to attend these events because they were like, if I don't go, I'm never going to have a Thundershock. Zapdos ever and that was we were led to believe at the time and I think that might have been their intent before but I think this is a really healthy way for like hey here's an entire week why don't you go out there and get that thing that you missed you know and there's still a little bit of effort you have to put into it because it could be one of four whenever these things pop it could be also a Regirock so you could you know be just as frustrated but I think it's really neat to let people play catch up but if you don't know anything about these special moves before you put any time into these if you're wondering if they're worthwhile Hurricane on Articuno is really, uh, by the numbers, pretty god-awful, so I wouldn't even worry about it. Fluttershock Zapdos is actually just superior to any previous Zapdos because it attacks faster. While it has pretty similar DPS, it attacks faster, so you're able to dodge more efficiently. And Sky Attack Moltres is a little bit more unique in that it kind of gives you more of an option than regular Moltres. It doesn't make Double Fire Moltres any better or worse. It doesn't replace Double Fire Moltres is just a good generalist option now because it's still stab for flying and fire. So next thing is raid timers have changed. This is kind of part and parcel of what we were just talking about. Instead of a 60-minute hatch time and a 45-minute raid time, for this event at the very least, we're not sure if this is permanent or not. If it is, I didn't glean that from any of the news information, but it is now a 15-minute hatch time and a 90-minute raid time, which is really really quite that exciting. was nice we yes. had a nice time today raiding because of that yes also i think it might be a little bit bugged right now i don't know if you guys encountered any but earlier today i was taking a gym for a quest or a field research my girlfriend didn't want to take part in it but then she decided she wanted to you know help defeat the gym take it over she went to join in as i was finishing and a raid popped not an oh, egg no. the entire raid started with an hour 10 minutes oh. left Oh. Interesting. And then we did that raid because we're like, okay, why not? It was a two-star raid. took us like five minutes. And then down the block, another raid suddenly had an egg that had two minutes left before it hatched. Interesting. With no, no wait time. It wasn't there before we did the raid. So... I mean, maybe your game wasn't updated. Who knows? Possibly, but it didn't show up for either of ours, and we have two very I, different phones. I wouldn't so. be surprised if it was because there's some weird stuff that go on with raid timers, even with the established numbers, because... You know, during like raid days, these these small trace days and stuff like that. If nobody sees that gym during that first half hour, that 
that three hour wait window just actually gets pushed back by mm-hmm. 30 minutes. So I'm sure that there's just weird mechanics going on with these raid timers. And now that they're messing with those value, it's probably even more wonky. It's possible, but hopefully it works in people's favor. Yes. More than it doesn't. The new times are fantastic. Yes. I liked it a lot. I hope it's a permanent change. God, it, please. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. it requires a little bit more coordination. You can't just be like, that's popping in 30 minutes. I'm going to go wait by it and everybody will be there and ready to go at start normally. Yeah. Like, you have to be like, I'm 20 minutes away from this thing that's hatching in five minutes. I have to coordinate with people. Yeah. So. But, but it also, is nice when you have smaller groups and lower level groups and everything because it gives you a lot more time to figure it out than you would have had before. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to like be driving around looking for all the raids that are around just in your neighborhood. You see, oh yeah, this is popping in an hour. I guess I'll go find something else to do for 45 minutes before I right, come back. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It is more time consuming. So yeah, this is a lot quicker. We've all had positive experiences with it the past few days. So hopefully the same is for you guys. Now the tier five raid timer is also a little bit different. It shares apparently the timer with tier four of like 180 seconds. Although that's what the update says, but I don't think that's actually true because we did our Zapdos raid today and it was like 200 some odd seconds. I think it's actually more. 260? Yeah, I think that's what we saw. We saw something really, I don't, I don't remember. Don't quote us on this because we don't remember off the top of our heads and we're not pulling this from some sort of like news asset, but I could have sworn it was longer than normal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, because we did it with five people, and we had no business finishing that Zapdos of five people, because mm-hmm. like three of us were pretty underleveled at mm-hmm. that raid. So anyway, uh, it was, again, to our benefit. So if that was a bug, thanks. Last little thing here for the Kanto event, the seven-kilometer eggs. We talked about this before. All regionals um, that are from the Kanto region, so Kangaskhan, Mr. Mime, Farfetch'd, and Tauros. <sighs> Tell me Tauros. again about Tauros. Uh, there's Tauros in these eggs here, Kyle. My first four eggs that I hatched, three of them were Tauros and two of them were Alolan Meowths. I'm like, oh, I went no. off to a great start this event. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's those regionals in addition to Alolan variants. And then also in oh, mm, this part, Porygon and Tangela. I've got two Porygon in my eggs today. Uh, two. Why? Wow. Niantic, why? I mean, I get that Porygon... What is it? Porygon Z yeah. maybe coming out in yeah, the next but, version. But, but those things are in the wild. Porygon and they're already the in spawns. what seven or five k eggs? Seven k eggs. No, five k. Yeah, five they're also in the five k. So now they're just mm-hmm. everywhere. And Tangela's yeah. too. So and Tangela is already a raid boss. I'm so is Porygon. Really upset about this actually because it's diluting the hatch pool for the rest of us. And they just have no business being there. Yeah. They are everywhere else. They, literally right. everywhere. They else. could have kept them as right. raid bosses. They were already in the two and three star raids, I believe. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm I mean, flabbergasted. I'm hurt. I'm going to write a diary entry about this later and cry into it. <laughs> I am just behind yeah. myself. I'm not even next to myself. I'm behind myself. Behind I'm so <laughs> Are you going to be okay? I mean, I'll I ask you that again in a week. No, I'll be okay and once then... I hatch my regionals and I just like, yes. I, you know, I, I quit Alolan eggs again for like the fifth time. <laughs> and you stop um, sending gifts? Yep. Yeah. And, yes, okay. Kyle. All right. All right. No so gifts for I'm going to do a public apology here, Kyle, on the show. I stopped sending gifts and I stopped spinning stops a couple of days prior to this event going live in preparation, like we talked about on the show. Did you listen, Kyle? I did. Did you listen he to that doesn't part? doesn't make listen. it any better. So I, still send I just want to apologize. I, I appreciate it. I didn't have any gifts to send and I didn't want to spin any stops, you know, because the whole thing, getting eggs and stuff, filling up that there backpack full of eggs. So to all my friends, Kyle, you in particular, I'm sorry. No apologies from me, Kyle. You're stuck. Um, you're the reason that I didn't get my last regional. Um, we could have had those two eggs. Hey, we sent you eggs today. Yeah, I know, but I could have gotten two gifts from you guys today. If I hadn't oh, opened up the one from yesterday. Don't worry Yikes. about it. Whose fault well, is that, Kyle? Whose okay. fault is that? Yours. He's right. That's a fair argument. He's <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> technically, I think normally I side with you because we're married and that's my job. But no, that's okay. This time I think that's on a technicality. But I remember this for next time. Oh no, Chris. I'm dead if I'm not here next week. You know what happened? <laughs> the cats got me in my sleep. That's what happened. But mm-hmm. on that topic, I don't feel quite as bad about them in the eggs yet because I don't have enough Porygon or Tangela candy for their Gen Four 
variants. Okay. I don't even okay. think I have a Porygon if, 2, oh, actually. Can you imagine if Tangela, like, to get to a Tangrowth, it's, that's the 400 candy evolution? No. People will riot in the streets. No. It'll be amazing. Maybe. Reddit will be set on fire. <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, it'll be so bad. Don't say I those kind of things. I want it to be things. something absolutely everything, ridiculous. Everything okay, Gen 4 okay, right, is he, 400. Here's a, this would be a great Pokeball question that I will never ask because I don't want to inject this level of toxicity into any community ever. But between the three of us, what would be the one Pokemon in Generation Four that its evolution for it would make you so angry if it required four hundred candies? Tangle is a good one. That's gonna be mine. Rosalia. Yeah. I'm actually okay with that because we have a million of those. I... Yeah, but still, I'm talking about things that are like kind of like rare, and you're like, I have to get four hundred candies of these because Swablus are literally like you breathe like five of them in when you walk outside. That's true. Tangle is definitely got to be number one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Rhyperior for me because yeah. I seem to go on spurts of Rhyhorns. I'll find a ton of them yeah. and then I'll find none. Well, they're they're a herd Pokemon, Kyle. That's why. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, <laughs> but on that topic though, Rhyperior has a really good chance of taking four hundred candies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but be- we're already gonna we're already gonna put like what? How much into him? I mean, he takes 100 up. to go from Rhyhorn to Rhydon, so... I mean, but, like, we're going to up... Uh, we're going to power him up a bunch, too, so, like, I really hope that I don't have to put 400 candies into He's... him, because I've got, like, 150, and I think I'm sitting pretty, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've got about 100, so... <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with Rosalia just because I think it'd be dumb. Like, yeah, That's we fair. have a lot of Rosalia from past events, but that would be a dumb amount for Rosalia. <laughs> I'm thinking for Magnazone. Uh, oh I think that one will be 100. God. Or yeah, 400. I mean, that, that, that one is definitely going to be 100. Electivire would be real bad, too. Oh, yeah, any, any of those, like, single ones that you well, catch, like... Maybe yeah. they keep them around, or, you know? Or Porygon Z. Porygon Z would be another one you'd be like, I'm, I'm just, just never getting I'm enough Porygon Z. I'm done. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm retiring from this game. My living decks is now garbage, and I'm just going to transfer everything. How much Porygon so. do I have? I think right. I have at least 150 Porygon candy right hey, now. Hey, too bad uh, Spinda doesn't evolve, right? Right. How many Spindas do you have? Uh, I have four right now. I have four of the Form 3. I can't believe it. That's crazy. I just keep finding them on X. I have right two. Now. Yeah. Man, I've got the one that I need, and that's it. I've started <laughs> marking them in my Pokedex about which version of the Forms mm-hmm. they are, by the way. So oh I can keep, keep track of them. Yeah, I mean, hey, man. Have we met? You, met, right? you specifically said... You weren't going to be doing forms on Spinda. Yeah, but then I got. And two then he decided ones. to do forms and, and on Spinda. Like, you got two different gonna... ones. I see how it went. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm adjusting my glasses, y'all. All right, let's move on to the next piece of news. Here we got two more things of news. These are going to go pretty quick. Mewtwo is getting some. Well, it has current moves that are going to be legacy moves here. So as of the 20th, when the Mewtwo raids go live and Tier Five raids for everybody, Shadow Ball and Hyper Beam are going to be moved to legacy moves. So I think that does that does that include Mewtwo month or is that before Mewtwo month even starts? Before, that's before Mewtwo month even starts. Before. Okay, cool. So if you have Shadow Ball and Hyper Beam Mewtwo's, that's going to make them special. Except if you have a Hyper Beam Mewtwo, I would recommend DMing it now. Making him not have <laughs> Hyper Beam. Hyper Beam is literally the worst charge move in the world, man. Like unless it's on a furt, because it's hilarious. Furts with Hyper Beam. Yeah, what's the thing you had? No was business. The, what was that, that Wishmer that you had had what and what? I'm going to look him up. I think it was Astonishing Flamethrower, but he was a really just hyped up lit she Wishmer. Had, yeah, she had like a level three Wishmer that there had... he is. He's a level twenty two Wishmer oh, and he has go. Astonishing Flamethrower and he was um weather boosted. He had CP. He had tw- uh, twenty-two. C- twenty-two CP. So he's, he's like a level three, though. He has no business being oh that gosh. hyped up. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Um. All right. So yeah, if you have a Shadow Ball or Hyper Beam Mewtwo, it's going to make them special now. So this is the part that makes me feel better about this whole like Mewtwo leaving thing. Yes. So everybody's going to have a chance to get Mewtwo, get the Pokedex entry. But if you went to the EX raids, having Shadow Ball is now kind of a cool deal. Oh, I have so, Shadow Ball. This is going. Yeah. Yeah, Shadow Ball is like his number one DPS move. It's his best move, so, yes. Yes. Um, so this is going to leave Focus Blast and Psychic as his charge moves that are currently, uh, well, that will be available unless they add something. And there's some speculation around Psy Strike being added because it's in the code already, and it's kind of like his signature move. So why why not? Okay. okay. You know? Yeah, Niantic, why not? Huh? <laughs> I mean, that's that's definitely good. I have a question. Okay, I might have an answer. If the Pokemon has a 
legacy move like hyper beam and there's another legacy move in the pool if you tm it after that move is gone can it learn it or does everyone with hyper beam need to tm that move right now or they never oh, can get a they shadow need ball? to tm it so when when it when you tm a pokemon it pulls from whatever the current available pool okay. is like that mewtwo isn't marked as a legacy mewtwo and therefore has access to those moves gotcha so okay if so your yeah. mewtwo doesn't know shadow ball now go get a charge TM. charge tms yes get that shadow ball on your mewtwo asap and don't worry about having other types of mewtwo's because you will be able to catch more for an entire month in tier five raids there will be no famine of mewtwo's so you'll be you'll be good uh last little piece of news here before we move on to more mewtwo related things the 0.119.1 APK teardown was posted. We have a link to a more specific detailed version of this article in our show notes on our website. So go ahead and visit there. That's gocastpodcast.com. But here are the kind of headlines. So Kecleon, which is one of the Pokemon that's missing uh, from Generation 3, right, Kyle? Yeah. Yep. Generation 3. Um, His cry was added to the game, so that's exciting. That means there's another asset in place for him to be added to the game. I believe his model's already there, so we're just waiting for him to actually come out. The problem keeping him kind of at bay right now, at least what we think, is that his ability, there's no abilities in this game right now, but his ability that makes him special in general as a Pokemon, is a thing called color change, where in the mainstream games, if you attack him, so he's, he's normal right now, for like at the beginning of a battle. And if my squirrel uses water gun on him, his ability changes him to a water type. So it's supposed to make him kind of like instantly resistant to a bunch of different same type moves. And that's his big deal, because he's like a chameleon. That's cool. Secondly, assets for crab hammer was added, which is like the... The big, like, if it's a crab-type Pokemon, that's a signature move. It's really high DPS, and it's really great. There's nothing in the game code for it, but just, like, a bunch of assets, like, the sounds and stuff like that. There's more potential assets for Meteor Mash added, like a bunch of animations that seem like they would fit that. So, like, a bunch of stars and gray dust and stuff like that. Baldum Community Day. That'd be really awesome. Let's let's hope. There's lots of stuff for the Pokestop submissions, obviously. And the most exciting piece is the EX Raid Pass sharing. The notes for this update have been mined already and shown. So we're going to have EX Raid Pass sharing. Uh, It's supposed to be in this next update. So here's the details of what we know. You can share it with one friend. You will receive a notification when a friend sends you one. And then you can accept or decline the invitation. There's no telling whether or not if you decline that invitation, if the person that sent it can also then send an invitation to a different friend. I would assume so. I would hope so. Oh yeah, I would hope so. Hope is better than assuming, I suppose. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that, especially with the potential either change up of EX raids in the future or not. But I think that's pretty much solidified. I know a lot of people were talking about maybe the EX raid system is going to go away now that Mewtwo won't be there. And he's going to be in tier five raids. I think that them adding this feature kind of proves that they're either going to revamp it or keep it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, there's no way it's going away. Not right now. They're just testing out new systems. Then they were leaking out Deoxys and where would he go? And yeah, that's true. They were leaking out Deoxys. Yeah. There was a lot of it a few months back that they were. Oh yeah. We're also not sure about the different forms of Deoxys. That's Mm -hmm. a whole other conversation. We'll save that for another podcast when we actually have some substantial stuff to talk about with that one. Cause we can sit here. Yeah. we, (laughs) We could speculate all day on that one. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, get, Seriously, I don't say this very often, but get hype for EX Ray Pass sharing. Like, that's going to be great. I'm excited for that. So that's it for news. That was a lot. Very thick, rich news section. But let's get on to the Gear Up section here. So this week on Gear Up, we're going to be looking at Mewtwo, the psychic-type Pokemon that is going to be rocking his way into our Tier 5 rating. It's going to be really exciting, especially for those of us who haven't done EX Raids. I tried. I did try. And I didn't oh, make did. the cut. So. It's true. It's fine, though, because you're going to have a great opportunity coming up this next month. So Sort of. Because, you know, we're going to be missing out. I'm going to be missing out on Shadow Ball, which is disappointing. Shadow Ball was his top DPS move, and it was the best moveset he could have. So previously, if you have one of the old Mewtwo's, his best moveset is going to be Confusion and Shadow Ball. But if you are going to be getting him from these raids tiers, or this raid tier... His best moveset is going to be Confusion and Psychic if you want a pure Psychic attacker or Confusion or Psycho Cut and Focus Blast if you want a Fighting-type nuker. 
This is, I mean, obviously, like, if they don't add another move yeah. to his pool. If they do, yeah. if there's the potential for a uh, side strike, it's going to match Shadow Ball's DPS, but it's going to be Psychic type. So it's just going to take the place of Psychic at the top tier for his charge move. It's going to make him incredibly deadly and probably make it a lot easier for him to solo, uh, like, Machamp raids and other fighting-type content like that, where Psychic is super effective. Yeah. His catch rate, it's got a base 5%. It's pretty standard. Goes all the way up to 40% with an excellent curveball, a golden Raz, and a golden medal in Psychic. All right, so here's the thing with that, though. It was such a high... Because that's a pretty high catch rate. That It was such a high catch rate because he was in EX rates, and, you know, can you imagine going to an EX rate and going through all the trouble of doing that and not catching him? So they did that to kind of, like, raise the chances of success for everybody. So do we think that Terry Wolf posed this question earlier to me, like about a week ago. Do you think they're going to change the catch rate or lower it since he's going to be more available? Oh, I saw that. I don't think so. It, I don't think. I mean, well, 5% base is pretty them. low. 2% is what the Reggies were at, though. Yeah. And they were at 16% with a gold medal. The Reggies were nuts, throw. though. They were, they were really hard to catch. Way too difficult yeah. to catch, though. Were they? I think they were. I think only- yeah, that's fair. I had. I think if they put them, if they put Mewtwo on par between the legendary birds and the Reggies, I feel like that's where it should go. Yeah. Okay. I think, especially because we're talking about you know bookending Generation One, they're gonna have him at a higher catch rate than that, so that everybody who does get to do it has their good chance at getting at least one. Just take yeah, him. Just yeah. They can, that's especially that's true. because they've potentially cut his DPS by removing Shadow Ball. So he's not going to be the pure, true top of everything with Shadow Ball and his moveset. Yeah, I mean, either way, even if they lower him to the catch rate on the Reggies, having caught him in person, his catch circle, his fighting animations and stuff like that, he's not overly difficult to hit or anything no, like that. No, not really. He's not too far not away. Not as hard as yeah. those crazy. He doesn't even oh run around as God. much. All right, so you know, I feel like, let me quick aside here, Kyle, I know this is your section and all, but I felt like such a dummy because I went and I watched the trainer tips video that he posted for Moltres Day. Mm-hmm. And he was like catching him. He's like, just don't even bother throwing if they're up high in the sky. You're not even going to be able to hit him. I'm like, oh, I, that's, I did that's a lot true. of that. I, I hit him a few times, but they were so hard to hit when they were up. I mean, he was hitting them too, but he's like, I think I figured it out. And when he just like whiffs, when he's like, oh, I'm just going to wait till I that. probably missed a good third <laughs> of my Pokeballs on Moltres Day. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because yeah, you're, like, throwing him straight up in the sky, and he's still, like, just, like, whiffing were, past yeah. his It was his tough. Feet. It was yeah, really he's tough. A, he was a really high up there boy, for sure. Moving on, though, talking about ways of <laughs> dealing with Mewtwo. Some of his best counters, if he doesn't know Focus Blast, you're going to want to bring that Tyranitar that we're always talking about. Best offensive Pokemon Tars. in the game. This time, though, you're going to want him with Double Dark Bite Crunch instead of the standard... Smackdown Stone Edge that we're using everywhere else. If you don't have Tyranitar, you can use Houndoom with another double dark moveset of Snarl and Foul Play. If you want a more generalist attacker versus any of Mewtwo's moves, you can use Caesar or Pinsir with a double bug type move, which is also super effective of Bug Bite or Fury Cutter for a quick attack and X Scissor for a charge attack. And if he does know Focus Blast, you can go with a Gengar, which is going to be a glass cannon. So you got to be real careful there because Gengar is going to die really quickly. But he's going to output more damage than a Tyranitar would in a similar situation. For Gengar, you can use Sucker Punch, Hex, or Shadow Claw for a quick attack and Shadow Ball for his charge attack. Shadow Claw is a legacy move on Gengar, right? I believe so. And I, I think that's talking case, about legacy yeah. moves. If you do have a Shadow Ball Mewtwo, he's going to be the, one of the best choices to use against Mewtwo, as long as you know the Mewtwo and the raids can't use Shadow Ball against you. So that's a good option for people who are doing it who already have at least one Mewtwo. And a really fallback option, you can use a Gyarados with double dark moves of Bite and Crunch. It's an option, but it's not a great option. So you know, work with what you have. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Time for the Pokalore. So this week we have Geodude, Graveler, and Golem, just because we like them, and Chris caught a shiny this week, so we're going to talk about yep, them a little bit. Yeah, this is a little bit of a, a celebratory thing for me. This is a victory yeah. lap, if you will. 
So Geodude is a gray boulder Pokemon and has bulging rocky eyebrows and trapezoidal brown eyes. Its arms are muscular with five-fingered hands. Geodude uses its arms to climb steadily up steep mountain paths. Geodude is proud of its sturdy body and will bash it against others of its kind in a contest of sorts to prove whose body is harder. The longer it lives, the more chipped and worn its body becomes. Geodude can most often be found on mountain trails and fields. It will sit still in these areas, which is why it's so often mistaken for a rock. It is often stepped on and will sometimes swing its arms in anger when this occurs. Same. I mean, the way to encounter Geodudes in the first game was to use Rock Smash on rocks. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. When Geodude sleeps deeply, it buries itself halfway into the ground. Once buried, it will not even awaken if somebody steps on it. In the morning, Geodude rolls downhill in search of food. That's a nice life. Same. I'm a big fan of Geodude. <laughs> cool guy. And on to Graveler, its next evolution. Graveler is a living bipedal boulder. It has a rocky crust about its small eyes. It has four arms, each with a three-fingered hand. It was shown in Pokemon Snap that, despite having legs, it can revert to a legless form. This grants it, it the ability to float. Fun fact. Its preferred locomotion is rolling, obviously, specifically because it's a slow walker. Same again. Wow. It often rolls down mountain paths at high speeds, crushing objects in the way and stopping by running into huge rocks. If it breaks or shatters, it has the ability to restore itself over time. Graveler climbs a mountain from base to summit, feasting on rocks all the while. Upon reaching the peak, Graveler rolls down to the bottom. Graveler can often be found in mountain trails. Golem, which we'll talk a little bit more in depth about, is a bipedal tortoise-like Pokemon with plated green rocks as its shell. Golem grows bigger by shedding its skin once a year. The discarded shell immediately hardens when exposed to air, crumbling away and returning to the soil. Golem has a head protruding out of the center of its shell, short arms that have three claws, and two legs with five clawed feet that have four claws in front and one in back. It has red eyes and a flat snout with two pointed teeth in its lower jaw. The anime has shown that Golem is able to withdraw its head, arms, and legs into the shell and roll at high speeds. Golem is dangerous when doing this as it's unable to see and may crash into or run over anything in its path. To prevent it from rolling into homes of people downhill, grooves are dug into the side of mountains to divert the rolling golem's course. <laughs> golem's body is so hard that even dynamite cannot scratch it. Golem is seldom seen in the wild, so it's max Wait, CP. Man, doesn't doesn't golem can't it learn self destruct? Yeah. yeah, it can. Uh, Screw your mountain creative paths. Creative dissonance here, y'all. Mudslides. Rock slides. There mm-hmm. you go. Just poof. It's a bummer. Yeah, well. Things are dangerous. So each three of these forms also have Alolan forms. Yeah. Which tend to be, what, electric and rock? Steel. Electric and steel. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, which are... Steel type and then golem is electric. Are they all electric steel? You know what? Carry on and I'll get you the answer to that while you're looking. I prefer golem as electric steel because he has a mustache and that's really important. <laughs> Whereas a Lolan Geodude, I know he has little fidgety things sticking oh, out of his they're face. They're all rock electric. I'm okay, sorry. They're not electric. steel at all. Yeah. So they have like little magnets sticking on their faces and mustaches and things going on. It's really neat. Forgive me. Get some. Excuse Max me. CP is 2916 on Golem. Attack is 211, so its rank is about 38 there. Its defense is 229, so its rank is 22, a little bit better. Stamina is 160, rank 28. Its best movesets are Rock Throw and Rock Blast and Rock Throw and Stone Edge. And really, those are really comparable movesets as far as things go. So having either of those double rock sets is pretty good. Yeah, if you don't have Tyranitars or you don't have a full Tyranitar army... Golems are a good way to go. Golem is a fantastic way to go. Same so Go- thing with Go- Golem, Gollum? because Golem is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you gotta... There's an <laughs> important mean, you distinction. Know, there's an important <laughs> distinction, but forget <laughs> you guys. Yeah. And on with that, we're going to go to the Pokepole. So the previous week was, what part of the Ultra Unlock are you most looking forward to? At the Ash of Awesome told us, um, Ash Prosser said, I feel that the most exciting part is getting to complete my Kento Pokedex, as Gen 1 is my favorite generation. So many new possibilities. Me too. Yeah. I also I mean, love Gen 1. In fact, I would die for Gen 1. What? What? You take a take a bullet for Gen 1? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you just black out for a second what? there. No. What? what just happened? What? Where am I? Generation one? Huh? 
Anyway, so this <laughs> week's Pokepole is if you've hatched any new 7km eggs for the Kanto event, what have you hatched? Nothing. I have a whole lot of Alolan Vulpixes. <laughs> a whole lot of the same stuff I was hatching before, plus one far-fetched on top. But I would love to hear if you guys had your dreams come true and got that Kangaskhan, that Mr. Mime, that far-fetched, and maybe that Tauros. If you're not from around here, I know we have some Australian listeners. You want those Tauros, so go go you. I hope you get them. Yeah, I hope you guys are just as underwhelmed with your Tauros as we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, can we can we all just agree on something? The three of us North Americans North Amer- North Americans Tauros is kind of lame, right? I mean, it's pretty yeah. fitting. Normal what, psychic, what? right? What? No, he's what? just normal type. He's just uh, he he's could... just lame type. Yeah, he's <laughs> Is it just okay. in the anime that he can do psychic things? Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's a he's a fat dude. Yeah. You can throw in a gym as a great defender. That's true. But he's he's big. He's bulky. He, he doesn't evolve. He doesn't thick. do anything. He's, he's dumb. thick. Eight C's. He's dumb. Whoa, man. We are not making any assumptions. We didn't on say his anything about how smart he is, Kyle. Right. Well, you know. Do you know I, him? Do you know Tauros? I might. Have you seen his standardized testing scores? <laughs> have you ever worked with a Tauros? <laughs> I probably before? have worked with the Tauros. Yes. Oh my. Okay. Oh, hey, All there's right. a Rhydon outside. Or Rhyhorn. A Rhyhorn? You got me real excited for a second. You catch that Rhyhorn. I'm catching the Rhyhorn. All right. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, answer that Pokeball question. We'd love to hear from you guys. And you can do that on Facebook and Twitter after we post that on those uh, venues. Or or you guys can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Speaking of emails, let's go into the email section email. here. This one is from the very same Ash Prosser that hey. tweeted to us. Thanks, Ash Prosser. Thanks also for the following email. Hey guys, my name is Ash and I come from a small town called Aberdare in the Valleys of Wales. Oh, look at that. I have been listening to you since episode five and look forward to each episode you release. The shows fly by and I enjoy hearing you guys talk about something I love. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I've been playing Pokemon Go for about five months after taking a break since December 2016. Same. I've fallen totally in love with the game all over again and just reached level 32. Congratulations. Nice Congratulations, job. indeed, yeah. It sounds as though we have the same biome, as Pidgeys, Weedles, and Caterpies, etc. are common as heck over here. There is also an abundance of Mr. Mimes, so I can't wait to hatch even more of them in the upcoming 7-kilometer eggs. That's the spirit. <laughs> I can't wait to... Right, exactly. <laughs> Reality, just keep, keep it in your back pocket. Whip it out whenever you want to cry a little bit. I can't wait to finally complete my Kanto Pokedex, which Generation 1 is my favorite. Me too. Please keep doing what you're doing with the podcast. It's an amazing show, and I can't wait to see you guys go from here. All the best from Wales. Well, thank you so much for the email and the kind words. We're really, really excited about these seven kilometer eggs. I know I'm talking like a lot of a lot of junk about it. A lot it, of but fleck. Once I once I hatch my guys, I'll be right. you'll be fine once you get I'll what you fine. want. Yeah. And then I'll I'll write. This is kinda like there. how I'm grumpy before I eat. Yeah. 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 And then I eat and every, the world makes sense again, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. seven kilometer eggs, they're really exciting to add things and see that they can rotate things out. It's just a little frustrating that they're tied with gifts. But then they're also yeah. gifts are tied to Pokestops, and then eggs are also tied to Pokestops, and <laughs> you need agree. to spin Pokestops to get gifts, and you need to send gifts to the, get eggs. It's a vicious cycle, <laughs> Kyle. I am not happy about you, it right now. Okay? What did you send me? You sent me a text earlier today, and what did it say? It was like. I'm in a tough spot here. Oh, it's just, <laughs> I'm in a tough spot right now. Low on balls, but two open egg spots and no friends sending gifts to fill them. And I'm like, oh, no. I've got like <laughs> 10 total Pokeballs combined. Oh, my gosh, And dude. I wow. can't spin wow. the Pokestops because I need these Alolan eggs. <laughs> Looks like you'll just have to spend some money, money. on the game. No. I did spend money on the game today, but that was for okay. raid passes and incubators, not That's different. Pokeballs. That's different. Yeah, spending money on Pokeballs is a little bit different than spending money on raid passes. Yes. Yeah. Although, when I first started playing, I did spend money on Pokeballs. Well, I mean, you... I needed, well, like, a hundred of them. You work in a place that now that has a bunch of Pokestops around all the time. Uh, yeah. So, you should be good to go. Yeah, I'm fine yeah. now. But, I mean, when I first picked it back up at the beginning of the year... I didn't have any Pokeballs. I didn't know where to find them. I couldn't get to them fast enough. It was I, terrible. I Everybody because has you were that like, Let's low go point. She was inconsolable. Right she didn't have any Pokeballs, and it was the worst. Well, that's because I joined you in the middle of your, your Pokemon power trip, and you're like, we're going to go raid, and we're going to go catch all of, of these Pokemon things. Pokemon power trip. I'm still going strong, honey. I'm still going. I had to keep up with you, so I had to buy Pokeballs, and it was... I'm not proud to say it, but it happened. 
and I'm recovering from it. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Ash, for your email from Wales. It's so cool hearing from other parts of the world. If you guys would like to send in your emails from, you know, hopefully also interesting places, but also if you're like, I guess, down the street from us, we'd love to hear an email from you as well. So go ahead and send those to mail at gocastpodcast.com or can go to our website at gocastpodcast.com and our contact page we have a nice little form that you can fill out so you don't even have to remember our email address you can just go fill that out instead we're on our way out here but before we go i want to remind you guys to follow us on twitter at gocastpodcast you can like us on facebook that's facebook.com forward slash the gocast podcast also please leave us a review on itunes if you haven't already it's incredibly helpful to our show if you do. Thanks in advance. If not, we forgive you and we still love you. That's okay. That's fine. Kyle. Yes. <laughs> What's your goal for next week, man? I'm going to keep my goal really basic right now because I, okay. I just want to level up right now. I didn't get to mention it earlier. Right. I'm very close to 34, just 150,000 mm -hmm. away. I'd like to say I'm going to complete my canto pokedex by next time but being realistic okay. it's probably not going to happen that's fair i think those are great goals but uh i would encourage you to reach for the stars and fail every week like i do no i need to deliver results <laughs> only results oh, oh yikes okay ness what results are you delivering next week i'm going to get to level 36 and i'm going to try to complete my canto pokedex and I'm going to keep walking my Clefable because I love it. All right. I've gotten so many candies You're lucky this Clefable. I love my Clefable. It's great. It's the best. She's great? It's great. That Clefable is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Chris? Um, my goal is going to be... I'm going to repeat the ones I did last week because I didn't really have a chance to... I maybe could have made time. I was busy this week. I don't know. I didn't get out and do the things I wanted to. So my goals this week are the same as last week. I want to hit level 38. I'm only 500,000 away. It's doable. Yes. It's very doable. It is. And I want to complete my Kanto Pokedex. I yes. want to hatch my Mr. Mime and my Kangaskhan. Yes. And that's about it. Yes. Last little note here before we get going and we say adieu for episode – until episode 13. I went out and if you guys play Sun and Moon at Best Buy right now, they're giving away these codes for legendary Pokemon. It's Latios and Latios, depending on what version of the game you have. The stand was unattended, so I grabbed a handful <laughs> of them. Good I have job. four Good codes. Job. One of them is mine for my version of Ultra Sun. Uh, Kyle, do you or Ultra Moon? Kyle, do you want one? Sure. Yeah. Okay. If you guys do not want to go to a Best Buy for some reason, I have two extra codes here. Uh, maybe we could do like a little giveaway if anybody wants them. If you want them, you know what? It, it, depending on what the interest is, just go ahead and tweet at us or Facebook message us or what have you. Um, and I've got two codes to give away. So until next week, they'll be on offer. Cool. Yeah. So awesome. Until then, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.